Hi, folks. Steve Urban here, founder and CEO at recruiting and consulting firm RiderFlex. If you think today's tip or guest interview can help someone you know, please share this with them. And if you enjoy listening to our show, please subscribe to our channel and hit the like button on the episodes. Finally, aside from our podcast, our day job here at RiderFlex is to provide recruiting, staffing, and consulting services. You can visit riderflex.com to learn more about us and get the information on the services we provide. And now, a quick word from our sponsor and friends at Marketing 360. Try the number one marketing platform for small business. Everything you need from design to marketing to CRM. Learn more at marketing360.com. Marketing 360, fuel your brand. So, Michael, is it like... Is it like 120 in Houston today, the normal for, for late June in Houston or what? <laughs> no, actually, it's uh, I think it's hotter in the West Coast, or at least it has been, right? Oh, okay. So what's your temperature today? 90? Right now? Yeah. No, it's, uh, it's a good 77 degrees outside right now. What? For Houston? Yeah, yeah oh. we got a, we have some, mm. I guess, some weather brought in uh, some cooler temperature 77 in houston on june 28th wow that's, yeah that's like cold when when, when it's like uh i think <laughs> it hit like 120 in uh portland oregon just like two days ago or something i saw that yeah i saw that so yeah <laughs> it's kind of weird do you, you grew up in houston you're from there right been there for a long time yeah yeah i've been here my whole life Tell me about it. So your folks, uh, yeah, talk to me a little bit. You, give me a little family history. Go for it. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I was born and raised in a small, I guess, suburb of Houston called Alvin, Texas. Alvin, um, Texas. All right. Yep, yep. Uh, kind of known for uh, Nolan Ryan. Oh, is that uh, where he's from? What was the population? Oh, gosh. I don't know. Like. I'd, I'd totally probably butcher the number. Okay. Well, how many it's, people are you graduating class in, in high school? Well, uh, probably uh, one because I was homeschooled. Oh. <laughs> so uh, okay. uh, I just tried to get an idea for the size there. But anyway, it's a suburb. Yeah. Like how far, how far outside of Houston? Uh, it's probably a 35, 40 minute drive. Oh, okay. Okay, not too far. Okay. Yeah, not too far. What'd your folks do? My dad is a tree farmer. He, oh, really? uh, yep, yep. He, he worked for a, a tree farm, managing it when I was growing up. And now he, uh, now he owns his own. But yep, they, uh, they sell trees basically to, um, you know, companies like Walmart or, uh, oh. you know, if someone, is uh, building a building somewhere they need trees for parking lots or if uh, the city's building streets uh, and they need trees for the medians uh, he he works with uh, with those so wow so he owns his own business yep yep he owns his own business well you know what my next question is going to be yep well how come we don't work with your dad what, what, how come we're not running the family business what's going on there right yeah I uh I don't know. I just, I started, I guess, just really young in computer and the tech industry. Uh, and I just, I never really considered anything else. So, okay. Okay. When you were like 15 or 16, was, was he like uh, 12. 12, 12, 12, 12, 12, he's 12. like dragging, dragging you to the tree farm. Yeah. I helped him out when I was younger for sure. Okay. Well, I can only imagine like you're in the Houston area in the summertime working on the tree farm. You're like, Hey man, uh, the computers are in this room where there's air conditioning. So I'll, <laughs> yeah. be, I'll, I'll be over here. <laughs> no, I enjoy it. I enjoy working outside to get my hands dirty. Okay. Are your dad, uh, are your dad's hands? I mean, I know a couple of guys that work on tree farms here in Colorado. One guy in particular, his kid went to high school with my kid. And every time he'd see me at the football games and he'd shake my hand, I mean, his hands were like tree trunks. I mean, they were just, he just works, yeah. with, you know, and he would yeah. shake, my, he would shake my little sissy hands, you know, and I'd be like, yeah. I'm kind of embarrassed. <laughs> Are your dads yeah. like that? 
Oh yeah. Yeah. He, uh, his hands are rough for sure. I, I think about that all the time on the guy, the guy who does the trees for me here at the house. Cause I still use him. He comes by the house. And I'm always thinking he probably thinks I'm wimpy. Uh, all right. What'd your mom do? My mom, uh, she was, uh, she was a teacher part-time. Uh, I believe she taught English if I remember correctly, um, back in, uh, for middle schools. Um, and, uh, but apart from that, she was just a full-time mom. Okay. And then she also, you know, we were, we were all homeschooled. So she, Uh, uh, she was teaching us also. Who's we all, uh, how many, how many, how many siblings? Four siblings. I have one brother and yeah, there's five of us. One brother, three sisters. All homeschooled? All homeschooled. Oh, damn. Yeah. Your mom was, your mom was busy. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Busy or crazy. One of them. Right. Are they still down there? Still in that area? Still, still, you know, close to you? Uh, One. Yeah. One just moved. Uh, She moved. She, she's working at uh, Yale. Uh, the Yale, uh, uh, can't, I can't remember what the hospital is called, but, uh, oh. there's a, a medical branch over there and she works at their hospital as a nurse. Oh, so okay. She, she just, oh. she just moved up there. Interesting. All right. Very good. And your siblings, are they in Texas, Texas or they're spread around? Yeah. The rest of them are here. Yep. Really? Like all, clo- are they, are any of them in the family business or the tree business? No, none of them. My dad, uh, I don't know. He, uh, hmm. I guess, just couldn't couldn't convince us or something. Your dad must Maybe have been, he must have been kind of hardcore. Like everybody's like, nah, it's okay, Dad. <laughs> no, no, he's 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 awesome. Um, I, I think you know some of it. Some of it's just. I think we all kind of have uh, a bit entrepreneurial side to us, just because mm-hmm. of how he raised us, mm-hmm. and so. I think with that, it's a little hard to kind of keep, keep everyone on one thing. So I, be, I believe it. And so watching your dad, when you were growing up, were you thinking to yourself, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to own my own business someday as well. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, I remember, really? okay. I remember vividly uh, when I was, I think seven, I, uh, I love to draw a lot and I would draw like, massive like buildings and would put like you know hirsch like uh you know hirsch Hirsch company or or whatever (laughs) yeah like on the building and just like dreamed of like owning this like massive corporation Uh, okay but yeah it was uh it's always been kind of a dream of mine so you had the entrepreneurial bug early on now how did you get into you know, computers and, you know, software developing and code, writing code. How do, how did that happen? Talk, walk me through that. Well, uh, I was fortunate, um, fortunate enough to have, um, a family that had a computer in the living room. Uh, this was back when there was, uh, you know, this dinosaur computer sitting in family living rooms. Um, and, I remember just getting on it and wondering how everything worked. Is this before so, Windows? Is this black? Is this black screen with green letters before Windows or no? No, no. This is uh, this uh, was okay. Windows. What yeah. year were you born? What year were you born? Ninety four. Ninety four. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 You're. You're. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. You're not that old. Go ahead. Anyway, you're playing not around. that old. <laughs> yeah. Just playing around with it and. Uh, I just began, uh, I just began Googling like just stuff. And, uh, it was like, uh, probably 13, probably actively began coding, uh, just on my own. What, what were then, you coding? What were you coding as in building websites or writing software? What, what were you doing? Yeah, this was, uh, you know, just kind of some more basic stuff like, HTML and CSS, JavaScript, uh, light, okay. light on the JavaScript side. But uh, just I started, you know, uh, doing uh, more research on my own free time, just on the okay. computer. Okay. I would uh, inspect source codes from other websites and 
see what would happen if I changed different things. Really? Just, yeah. Yeah. You weren't hacking yeah. in, you weren't hacking into the FBI database or anything, were you? No, 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 I uh, was nowhere near that advanced, but, okay. uh, I do remember one time I, uh, I, I convinced my mom that I hacked the uh, CIA's website <laughs> because I made it look different on our uh, computer. <laughs> I was just, but I was just changing like the code on, on the computer side, not actually like messing with their website. So that's pretty um, good. <laughs> how yeah. long did you give her? Did you give her like a half hour before you freak out? How long did you give her before you told her? Um, I, I probably waited a couple of years. Oh, a couple of years. Oh, she's like, my son is a freaking genius. He hacked yeah. it. <laughs> she's telling all I, the I like, well, I just thought of, I forgot about it. And then she brought it up one time, like a couple of years later. And I was like, yeah, about that. <laughs> That's pretty good. Okay. All right, cool. So you're tinkering around. When did you, uh, figure out like, Hey, this is fun, but I'm going to, I'm going to start charging people for this, for this stuff. I'm going to start making money on this. When did that happen? Yeah. So, you know, I, uh, I just started first off, I just started, uh, you know, talking about it a lot. Uh, we went to a church and I would talk to, uh, people there that, uh, you know, were in tech, uh, okay. and, uh, Got some pointers uh, from people, uh, started learning a, a language called PHP. Okay. And then from there, I built a social network that uh, I came up with just to challenge myself. Oh, yeah. And then, uh, yeah, yeah. After that, then, um, uh, you know, I think the word was getting out around just like, you know, my family's community and uh, church and uh, about, you know, I guess just my skill set at my age. And then uh, from there, um, people would just come to me asking for websites to be made, uh, you know, and so I started building websites for uh, people, companies, um, so that's how it probably, started. That, that's how it started. Was hey, can you build me a website? Okay. Yep. Yep. And I was probably around fifteen. Yep. And then uh, I was uh, I was actually on a flight, uh, sitting next to a uh, a CEO of a large uh, surgeon uh, company. Yeah. I can't remember okay. the okay. name of it, but basically they they're kind of like the middleman for. Uh, hospitals who need surgeons uh, okay. i didn't even know this was like a an industry but apparently okay. like uh they're you know this company uh, helps i guess you know get hospitals surgeons and so okay. um i was sitting next to the ceo and i was just like working just like coding on my computer next to him and he started talking about how he needed a new website and this and that and so he uh I was like negotiating prices with them on the flight. And then by the time we landed, I got like a deal for like five grand to like build them a, a website. And then like the next week, my grandparents had to drive me to the board meeting in downtown Houston because I didn't even have a driver's license yet. Sweet. And then That's I get back good. in the, get back in the car with $2,500 uh, check. Cause, Cause you made him pay half up front. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Nice. Nice. Now, how did you, did you deposit that into a business account? Did you have an LLC? Yeah. Yeah. You, I had a, you, I had a, uh, you know, I, I wasn't an LLC. It was just a sole proprietorship okay. Uh, okay. back then uh, okay. that I had help from a family friend to get okay. created. And yeah. Okay. I had a business bank account. Business bank account, 15, you take it out of the bank and you're like, here's my first check. You don't happen to have a photo of you in that first check, do you, somewhere? I should have. No, I don't think so. Uh, so there you go. I mean, you had the entrepreneurial bug super early. You started playing with computers and coding. You started doing a little side hustle. Okay. Yep. All right. Very good. Now, you you had enough business going on in high school. Well, I know you were homeschooled, but by the time you graduated, uh, 
you had enough work. You, you didn't feel like you needed to go to college at that point. Didn't want to go. Didn't need to probably making more money than most 40 year olds at that point. Uh, no, I, it was, uh, I actually did want to go to college. Um, but, uh, actually, um, I had a pretty big life, I guess, experience okay. before, uh, before graduating where I, uh, you know, being in the South, uh, mm -hmm. we're all pretty much raised in church, but, yeah. uh, <laughs> prior to graduating, I, uh, I, you know, I it pretty much became like my thing also then at that point. Uh, and so I actually went and, uh, changed directions. I was, uh, I already had already, you know, met with the college. I was just going to go to the community college there in Alvin and then, uh, you know, work on transferring after that to some university, uh, just for cost benefit of that. Mm -hmm. But, uh, but uh, I actually switched like probably a couple, couple months before and interned with a, a, a ministry and uh, interned with them in their IT department for like two years. Okay. And then uh, from then on, uh, I actually got a decent amount of connections from that. And, uh, you know, I guess I just, I never looked back on never college. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, it's, you know, of course, sometimes I look back and I'm like, well, what if, you know, but, um, you know, or, or just cause I, I love learning. Right. And so yeah. even if it was just on my own, I, I, you know, I obviously don't really need it now, but, um, but, you know, just for learning sake, but then it's like, well, why spend all that money, you know, just to have a piece of paper on the wall. But, uh, yeah. So ever since then, uh, I, you know, I got a job out outside of that internship and, uh, just been making connections and moving up ever since. Now you had it, you worked for a, a few people before you started kickstart crew, Walk me into the transition when you were like, okay, I don't want to be an employee anymore. I'm, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to do something yeah. on my own. Yeah. Go, th go for it. Yeah. So, uh, uh, you know, I, I don't, I don't really think it was as much of, I don't want to be an employee anymore. Uh, it was, you know, I, like I said, I'd, I'd always known that I would start my own company one day. I yep. think it was just a matter of time. Uh, but I love working for people also. I mean, that, I mean, I, I'm working for people now, just well, that's true, uh, right? <laughs> as, yeah. as, you know, uh, cause we're a digital right. agency. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, we, we meet with clients and, you know, think through ideas and create them. Uh, and I love that. And so, you know, working for you know another company i you know i did the same thing okay uh and uh i think you know the the reason the the biggest motivator for me was not even really freedom uh it was just uh more so it was more so em empowerment uh cuz i have you know, I have different aspirations and dreams and goals that I want to hit um, that uh, will make a, a dent on humanity. Uh, okay. okay. And I can't hit those if I'm working for somebody else. Okay. Uh, because you won't, so make as much, you won't make as much money or because you won't have- I won't money. make as much money and I, I won't have the time flexibility uh, in your schedule the, the capacity to to be able to to hit okay. these different goals and, and okay and make uh you know some of these dreams come true so what are some of those dreams i want to i don't want to get too far down a rabbit hole here but what are some of those can you share one or two of them uh yeah yeah i can share i can share one uh so uh one of the one of the biggest things for me is uh the, I guess, you know, looking, looking at the world and 
wondering how I can leave an imprint, I guess, okay. is uh, uh, the homeless situation in the U.S. All right. Uh, I've always kind of just been, I don't know, felt, I've always felt kind of, I guess, like drawn to, uh, you know, not necessarily solving it, but I've always felt like I was, you know, called or whatever the term is you want to use, like, uh, you know, to, 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 you know, just make it better, uh, in some, to some degree. Right. Uh, and so, you know, I was, uh, looking at some stats, um, and the, uh, one of the biggest, uh, one of the biggest, I guess you could say, like funnels of of people into the homeless uh, population is the uh, the foster care system. Ah, uh-huh. and so uh, right now uh, it's about like fifty percent of the homeless population came out of the foster care system in the U.S. Did not know. I did not know that. Okay. And uh, when I learned about that, it like just really broke me. And uh, just because, you know, if you think about where these kids are coming from, like the kind of life that they've had, and then it's like they go from that to then just having a, a completely different life that is just as horrible. Uh, mm. Now going from being a foster kid to being a homeless person, mm. it, it's just, uh, you know, mm. Mm. Uh, I just want to help like wherever I can. And so, you know, the you know the only thing I can do is then look at my you know my tools like what is my what's on my tool belt what's my skill set you know what are the skill sets I have that I can use to uh, to that I can leverage to to make a dent in this mm. and so uh, you know that's when I started thinking through some different things and uh, you know one of the things that we want to do is uh, when I say we me and my business partner. And I hope I'm not uh, speaking too too soon on this, but uh, I think it's fine. Uh, we we want to start a nonprofit to basically help educate kids who are in the foster care system in tech, kind of like a tech creating a tech boot camp I see. for foster kids, uh, where we leverage the connections that we're making over at Kickstart Crew with tech companies. Uh, uh, and basically become like a, a boot camp that uh, you know is free for them to join, mm-hmm. and then if they graduate, then they get a uh, a job lined up for them at a tech company. Love the love the idea, love the idea, great idea. Now, a big part of that's going to be raising cash though, and asking rich people, right. rich people for donations. Right. Yeah, when, when, have you ever asked a billionaire to write a check? <laughs> no. No, I don't imagine it's. I don't imagine it's uh, an easy task. <laughs> I think it takes a little bit of talent, but uh, yeah. Uh, but I like that goal, though. That's that's good, Michael. Yeah, I appreciate you sharing that. Uh, I, I love. It. I had no idea that fifty percent came from foster care. Now I heard some stats around, um, you know, uh, mental illness and homeless, and I don't know what yeah. percentage or you know, I don't know what that stat is, but. Uh, I remember reading stuff like that. I had no idea half of them came from foster care. Wow, that's a crazy number. Yeah, and the and on the flip side, uh, some of the high some of the high, uh, you know, I guess because it varies, you know, city to city. Uh, on the higher end, uh, sometimes I believe the the stat is that uh, as well, fifty percent of all graduating. I guess if that's the right word, uh, people out of the foster care system, uh, around 50% of them become homeless too. So, uh, that's high. That's on the high end, uh, depending on city to city, but, um, Mm -hmm. but yeah, so it's pretty rough. Okay. I like that goal. So, so that whole nonprofit goal kind of ties into why you want to be an entrepreneur. Like you said, hopefully you'll have the money to do it. You'll have the flexibility and freedoms to do it. Scheduling power. You know, when you're an entrepreneur, you, you got a little more freedom on, on your personal schedule. Okay. So, so how did kickstart crew walk us through how that 
formed. Uh, and, sure. and, and, then, and then just walk right into an overview of Kickstart Crew. Go ahead. Yeah. So, uh, you know, working for companies, uh, I had, you know, been building up connections with uh, people at different companies, uh, you know, friends of mine who've left and gone working for someone else. But mm-hmm. over time, I'd built up my own, you know, side hustle client list. And uh, when I was working at Brushfire, uh, one of the companies I used to work for, I, I met my business partner there, uh, Rob Hando. And uh, through shared experiences there, we bonded and became super close. He's one of my best friends now. But okay. uh, after we both left, uh, we, we were both working basically uh, on the side, actually, he he was a full time uh, he was a full time uh, you know contract worker for some uh, different uh, companies, but uh, this was something I did on the side. And uh, basically, as as I built up you know that side hustle, it got to the point where I was getting too many requests and turn them down to the point that it made more sense to just accept them rather than turn them down and just, you know, step into this full time. And okay. so instead of doing that just by myself, uh, I, I reached out to my friend Rob and he, he and I had talked about going to business together before. And I was like, Hey, you know, let's, what do you think about just merging and uh, yeah, merging the client list and starting our own company. And so uh, basically we, we did that. I was still working uh, for a company at the time when we started the company. Okay. Uh, and we started the company and probably, I don't know, a month to two months later after getting uh, some more clients, it was uh, to the point where it was, you know, it was to the point where I will either ruin my mental health because of how much I'm working, <laughs> or I or I quit my you know my full time job and my day job and I just I jump into this and it was uh it wasn't an easy decision because I I do have two kids and a wife and we have a house that has a mortgage we have a car payment you know, all the things and, uh, you know, but doing, doing numbers in my head and, uh, looking, looking back on, uh, uh, the, the influx of, uh, prospects, uh, the trajectory was only positive. And so, uh, you know, as long as we keep doing good work, uh, we're going to have people come back to us. We're going to have people, uh, you know, um, refer us to their friends and, you know, so on. But, uh, and so that's, you know, I wrestled with that for probably a couple of weeks. And then after a lot of just reflection and prayer, I, I just decided to, uh, make the jump because I, I, I just really felt like it was, a a, a pinnacle point in my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's your wife saying? Did you get you would you watch so say? that so that yeah that's that was one of the that was one of the best things is uh you know she was supportive the whole the whole time of of me doing that and uh she's been supportive of me doing all the crazy stuff that I've done so it's it's always it's always nice to have it's always nice to have some uh support on that end. Does she say, Hey, I want to see the spreadsheet and the numbers and I want to see all the no, math? yeah. Not, no, no, she's like, no, nah, I trust you. Uh, yeah, I mean, partly that, probably partly just because she, even if I went over it with her, she'd probably just be bored out of her mind. So, <laughs> does she work but, or what, what does she do? I know you got two kids, so two, two smaller kids, right? So, I don't know if she, does she stay at home mom or what she do? Yeah, so, uh, she, uh, she used to be an esthetician, uh, whenever, uh, we were, you know, dating and, even after we uh, got married, but uh, she'd always wanted to be uh, a full-time mom. Yeah. And, right. uh, and so 
uh, yeah, that's what she, she does. It was obviously, you know, hard at first financially for us because you only have one source of income and, you know, and it's, especially and it's, when it's, it's an entrepreneurial source. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, well now, right. Even more so. It's, uh, but uh, you know, back, back when we, you know, were first married and had our first kid, I wasn't making that much. And uh, you know, so we went from, me not making that much, you know, plus her uh, make, not making that much either as just an esthetician to, uh, you know, her, her uh, you know, quitting that and being a mom full time. So it was rough at the beginning, but uh, you know, we, uh, we've, been, we've been increasing um, pretty steadily. So That's great. Good. Good, for, good, good for you. How, how long have you been married, by the way? Five years. Five years. Okay. Yeah. How'd you meet your wife? Met her at church. Did you? Were you yeah. like, were, were you like, was she up like three pews ahead of you? And like, so you just slowly <laughs> moved you like every Sunday, you just moved up another pew until you got. Uh, no. You... Yeah. So uh, <laughs> I actually, so outside of the, uh, that internship that I did, I, I came back to Houston. That was, uh, that was in Texas. Um, it was, it was uh, probably like three something, three and a half hours away or so. Um, after I finished that and came back to the Houston area, I, uh, I just got a job as a uh, web developer at our church, um, okay. and as just like a temporary thing. Uh, but while I was there, uh, that's, that's when I met my wife and, uh, cause she worked there uh, oh, as well. And so that's how I met her. Yep. Okay. And so. I mean, you guys, you, know, you guys weren't like, you guys weren't like making out in the pastor's office or anything. Right? <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no, we, uh, no, uh, we, we, uh, we, I did make plenty of excuses though, to go, to go see yeah. her. Right. <laughs> right. It's so funny. You mentioned that I grew up in Oklahoma. So obviously, you know, well, I, I guess, I don't know if obviously is the right word, but you know, church is a big part of your life in Oklahoma for a lot sure. of people. And, uh, uh, you know, my, my mom would always kind of figure out it would take her a few weeks, you know, she'd be like, man, you sure are interested in going a lot. And of course that's because there was a girl or whatever. I was, yeah, yeah, yeah. right. you know, and then when that would fade, I'd be like, do I have to go tonight? And then, you know, when I was into a girl, I'd be like, are we going? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sounds about right. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Okay. So, all right. So yeah, I saw your beautiful family that you posted on, on LinkedIn, by the way, great photo. Um, Thank you. Okay. So you take, you're taking these risks. Uh, you, you, so you, you talk to your partner and you're like, let's merge let's do something together. He's got yeah. his client list. You got yours, just yep. you and him, just you and him at first, or do you immediately have enough work to call other people, you know, to come join you? Yeah. So uh, we, at first it was just us. Uh, okay. we, we hired someone else, uh, as a part-time, uh, developer, probably, uh, one month later, it wasn't long. Uh, so yeah, okay. we were, we were increasing our, uh, you know, the, the demand, uh, working with clients, uh, getting them to increase their uh, budget for us. And so we, uh, hired a, a part-time developer and cool. it just grew from that to how many, right how now. many, yeah. It, it, tell us. So kickstartcrew.com for the listeners, by the way, kickstartcrew.com plus Michael Hirsch, of course, is on LinkedIn. You can connect with him there. Give us the three minute yep. elevator pitch of kickstart crew. Tell us in layman's terms. What do you guys do? Yeah. Go for it. Go for yeah, it. Yeah. So, uh, so layman's terms, we, we just, we turn ideas, uh, into uh, software uh and our ba basically the the goal is to uh, be a uh, to partner with companies who need software help whether they have an existing uh, development team or not uh some of our clients we 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 just we act as their development team uh we are the developers for them uh, other companies, they have developers and we just uh, extend that and work with them and, and allow them to take on more, uh, uh, allow them to do more, uh, accomplish more uh, goals uh, as, as their company because they have more uh, people that 
to be working on stuff. And so, um, so basically, uh, that that kind of sums it up. But the the heart is, uh, the heart behind it is, you know, we we want to uh, we Rob and I really love products, uh, not just not just software. And so we really like working with companies, not just, uh, you know, being code monkeys and, uh, you know, uh, you know, just, you know, focusing on the keyboard, punching away at keys and, uh, and not really worrying, worrying or concerning much about what it is that we're uh, building. Uh, we, we very much enjoy uh, meeting with clients and hashing through those early stage, uh, you know, questions, uh, uh, what is the product, you know, how can we scale it? Uh, you know, what are the, what's the competition? Uh, what are the, what's the information architecture? How is that supposed to look user experience, all, all of it. And so we, uh, we try to be, for uh, for startups, especially, uh, we try to be like a, a one-stop shop that can, you know, as long as someone has the funding as a startup, they can come to us and we have the designers, we have the, the project managers, the, the engineers, uh, and the uh, expertise to, to be able to work with them through certain problems, create screens, and build a product that uh, that that's production ready. What well, what's the biggest difference between you and your competitors, right? Uh, I mean, there, mm-hmm. there's a there's a lot of companies that do what you do, right? What what's yeah. what's your secret sauce or your special sauce? Uh, honestly, I think the you know, I, I don't think it's that complicated. I think the I think it and I think it crosses over into pretty much in any industry, even. And that's just delivering, uh, right? Uh, you know, if if you you deliver, and you are, uh, a you know a sem- at least semi likable person, <laughs> then you're probably going to do well because, uh, you know, it's it's, it's uh, I guess unfortunate, but uh, you know, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of people companies out there that just don't deliver and it leaves uh it leaves you know startups and even larger companies uh looking for replacements Uh, you know uh i i have someone that we're talking to right now a a potential client who they uh you know they had an agency working on it and now they can't even get in touch with them uh Mm -hmm. and so you know it's just you know if you're known for delivering, uh, and, and, you know, obviously, uh, or maybe this isn't obvious, but not just delivering, but delivering solid work, uh, you, you know, you obviously have to be, uh, good at what you do. Uh, but there's a lot of, there are a lot of good, uh, agencies out there who do good, uh, who have the potential to do good work. Um, and we just, we just try to be, uh, you know, uh, we, we meet with the clients and we just like to see ourselves as a partner with them. And so we, we, we mm-hmm. talk, we, you know, we toss ideas around. Uh, we're not afraid to correct them if they, mm-hmm. uh, you know, if an idea that they have isn't the best idea in the world to us anyways, um, <laughs> then we, uh, we, you know, we, uh, you know, we're, we're pretty, we're pretty blunt and we'll, we'll be honest with them. Uh, but I think, I think clients like that. You know, I want to just touch on something here for the listeners. You know, if you're an aspiring entrepreneur, you're getting ready to start something or you're thinking about starting something and you're entering a field where there's lots of competition. It's true that if you just do a good job, if you just do what you said you were going to do, do a good job communicate well and you're a clean slash organized company when i say clean meaning just not messy like if you just communicate and you're clean and organized and you're semi-likable yeah you'll get business i mean it's not easy don't don't get me wrong being an entrepreneur is definitely hard but 
yeah, if you just do good work, it's amazing what happens. You'll you'll get referrals. You'll get more business. They'll call you back. Right. I mean, you know, there's the good news is, my friend, there's a lot of people out there doing shitty work, and that's good. For exactly. Me, right. You exactly. Know, that's right. I had the same conversation with my business partner, Scott. I, I met him at a Buffalo Wild Wings over a couple of beers. And I remember telling him, I want to turn Riderflex into a recruiting firm. And he's like, what? He's like, there's 20,000 recruiting firms in the country. He's like, why do you want right. to do that? I'm like, yeah, I know. Most of them are crappy. We can do better. Job. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's right. Uh, you know, so there's, yeah, I think, I, yeah. Yeah. I think, uh, you know, I mentioned semi likable, uh, it obviously, you know, it probably requires to be a little more than yeah. semi-likable. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, in fact, in fact, even more so, uh, you know, if you're, if you are a, per, if you are personable, uh, if you engage at a personal level with your clients mm -hmm. Uh, mm -hmm. and it's not just business and, uh, you know, I'm just, uh, you know, all I care about is business. I don't really care about you as a person. Uh, then you're, you know, that, I think that's helped. Us uh, don't, don't, no doubt we, about it. No doubt about it. Yeah. Cause we, we definitely, we try to be, uh, you know, we try to be, try to be personable with the clients that we work with. You know, speaking of uh, relationships and, and getting to know them and stuff, you're pretty open about your faith, which I respect by the way. Um, sure. I respect, and just for the listeners, I respect people being open about, whatever their beliefs are right yep um, absolutely um has that ever affected your business do you think it's good for your business do you think that's do you worry about like okay well, what if what if what if this person you know doesn't believe in god and i'm offending them or whatever like do you ever worry about stuff like that um i i mean i, I would i'd be wrong to say that i don't ever worry about stuff like that um i think that you know, I think it's a valid concern, no matter who you are, to be, uh, you know, worried about, you know, whatever, uh, not, you know, whatever it is you believe, do, act, look like to lead to some sort of discrimination, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and so, but at the end of the day, uh, you know, worrying about it, it's not going to get you anywhere. Um, mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I, I think, again, like the, you know, I'm, I'm a personable guy. I try to be anyways, uh, but it's not fake. It's genuine. And I think like the, the, that's, you know, that's the thing is, you know, um, like I, uh, you know, I try to, I try to not be all that, uh, I guess, uh, judgmental about whoever it is that I'm, you know, working with talking to, because at the end of the day, we're all different people. We all come from different places, different backgrounds. We believe different things. And, uh, the important thing is that we're all human. And, uh, and so I try to, I try to at least not, uh, not worry about it too much because I, I hope that the majority of people, and I, I truly believe that this is the case, that, the majority of people think that way. Uh, they, they really do, I think. And so. Um, isn't, it, isn't it interesting that social media would lead you to believe that if you have a different opinion on something from somebody that you just hate the other person and you fight, fight about it. But really, that's not reality, right? I mean, that's that's not. I mean, you go down to you go to a social gathering, you go to the church, you yeah. go to. You go to the tavern, you go to the grocery store, whatever. You go to your kids' play. People respectfully disagree about stuff all the time, and they have regular all conversations the time. Yeah. all the time. Like I, I have yeah, disagreements are healthy. Yeah, that's the only have, way we can grow. Totally. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I have friends that don't think the way I think about a lot of things, but I like them yeah. just fine, and I have a beer with them too. I mean, but yeah, yeah in you, fact, social, I mean, I social seek media out would lead you to believe you're fighting. What? What was that? I was like, in fact, I seek out people who, who disagree with me. On sure, stuff. sure, sure. Because like, it's, uh, you have to, you have to surround yourself with people who disagree with you on things. I only discriminate against one type of person. 
I got I got a problem with lazy with lazy people that just don't that just won't sure. get their ass up and hustle like that that I got a problem with that I and, and I'm sure that's my own internal demons you know that I got to figure out maybe you know and there's usually a reason right mental issues yeah. health issues health issues whatever um, yeah we don't know. Yeah, we don't know. We don't know what what's what's causing them to be lazy. So a lot of times there's a reason. So I, you know, I tend I tend to bang on those people a little bit. But everybody else, like I don't care what. Yeah, absolutely. What, yeah, <laughs> whatever it is. Okay, yeah, curious. I was curious about that. Okay, very good. Didn't mean to go down a go down a a, a little path there on that. But I no, just, you're good. You're I, good. Yeah, I'm glad that. Uh, I respect the fact that you're open about it, and then I, I also respect the fact that you'll do business with people no matter. You know, they're yeah, Muslim. This, they're they're, yeah, they're no, Muslim. Exactly, you don't care. Yeah. No. Yeah. Of course. I mean, it's uh, you know, at at the business level, anyways. Why does it matter? You know? Yeah. How did you uh, switching gears just for a second? How did you decide to be CEO and your partner decided to be CTO? How did you guys flip a coin or what? <laughs> right. Uh, uh, honestly, I, I think uh, you know, and this kind of goes to why I think we make such a good partnership. Uh, we're both we're both pretty pretty honest and open with each other okay. uh and i think when we had that talk and i had that talk pretty early on with him because i didn't want there to be some weird you know shit between us yeah. uh and so um i uh you know i had we had the talk early on and um i was just like you know what uh i'm just gonna be real i i think that you would be a way better CTO than me. And that is the only reason that I think that it should be structured this way. It's not because I want to claim the CEO title so I can, you know, boss you around or whatever it is. He, uh, you know, he, he, he has more of a technical background than I do. And so, uh, you know, and then on top of that, I, I think that I feel, I feel a lot of the, you know, the roles that a CEO would should uh, would fill, I think I fill them more naturally, and so we both have you know different skill sets that we offer, and I think that if you know us being open about what are his talents, what are my talents, uh, if we're open and honest about that, and I think that led to to where where we fall okay. into our okay. different positions. Who closes the deals with clients? You and him, or you do it together? It depends. That's yeah, it depends. It depends. Uh, you know, uh, sometimes uh, you know, sometimes he has a an old friend or you know whoever it is that reaches out to us, and so mm -hmm. obviously then it would be best for him to communicate with them. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it just depends. Okay, all right, very good. I know we're you don't have much time left. I want to ask you about a couple of questions that are a little little bigger, juicier topics above and beyond uh, your, your business. And by the way, one more okay. time, just listeners, kick kickstartcrew.com. Um, you you said you started a social network early on when you were being an entrepreneur. Did you mention that? <laughs> yeah, there's nothing nothing really to brag well, about. But well, yeah. I want to I want to tell you why I'm going down this path. I mean, don't you think sure. Facebook? Don't you think Facebook needs a competitor? I mean, really, don't they? Right? I mean, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, they, uh, I uh, well, I uh, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I I think that uh, I think they have I think they have competitors. Um, Do they? They probably probably they probably uh, you know have bought out a couple of them, uh, okay. but. Um, I think that, uh, but I think that, you know, uh, I think that I wouldn't really say they need a competitor as much as I think that there's definitely going to be a natural new thing, uh, that comes up eventually, uh, that just looks completely different, feels different, uh, and, and just provides a completely different experience that is more you know, I guess, uh, you know, draws in the, 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 the generation of the time, whoever it is. Okay. So similar to Instagram and, uh, and, you know, I guess uh, we'll see if they buy whoever that is out also, but here's a, here's a, here's a touchy subject for you. We'll see if you want to answer this one. Should, should Google Facebook and Twitter be able to, uh, 
censor and and cancel cancel people and censor information uh what are your thoughts on that as a developer um as a developer uh i would say that my thoughts are probably i don't know i i would think that they're pretty uh pretty i guess basic i guess not, nothing like super deep, um, but I just generally think that if you if you're a company and you you own a product, that uh, generally speaking you can do whatever the hell you want. Okay. Uh, and so I think that that if you if you do something that is uh, causing, I guess like a friction with whoever your your clients are or the uh, your customers or users in Facebook's case, uh, if you create friction, then they're going to leave. Uh, they're going to go somewhere else. And that's kind of like the, the natural, I guess, progression in uh, the economy that we have hmm. is, uh, you know, it's the consumers kind of can, uh, can pick another platform if they want. And you see it, you see it happen all the time. So I think- gotcha. Facebook, uh, Twitter, Google, uh, they can do whatever the hell they want to do at the end of the day. And if it pisses off their customers and they decide to leave and go somewhere else, then so be it. Okay. All right. Good. Yeah. I like that answer. Uh, you know, I would, I would give my opinion on that whole topic, but I prefer to ask the questions. Uh, no, I like it though. I appreciate your answer. Thank you very much, Michael. Okay. Congratulations, by the way, on building, uh, you know, what you guys are putting together. I, you know, congrats to you and Rob and the rest of the team over there. I wish you the best as things uh, move along. Sounds like you're plenty busy right now. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes too busy. Are you having to turn away business? Yes. Yeah. That's a good, that's a good problem though, isn't it? I mean, don't you just love yeah. that one? Yeah, if you can pick and choose the clients you want to take on and you're you're calling Rob, you're like, should we take this deal on? And you're deciding yeah. whether or not, I mean, that's a good problem to have. I mean, yeah, it's a good problem. Yep, for sure. Uh, we're, it's, uh, it becomes a, a real problem if it becomes too frequent, then that should be a sign that you should grow your scale. Well, you know, somehow. yeah, you know what, yeah, you know what that means. And it means you need to scale up with people, which means you need to partner yep. with a really, really good recruiting firm. I, I know one, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I think I'll, I think I'll do that. <laughs> Michael, thanks for being on the Rider Flex podcast and sharing your story. I really appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me.